Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Snake Eater. And I'm Chris. In case you forgot, because it's been a while. <laughs> and we're I Bit It First. Yay! Yay! Oh, oh man. Yeah. It has been a while. It's, it has, been, it a has while. been a while. It's been a long, long while. And uh, yeah, there's... I know yeah there's definitely a uh man i don't know we don't have great great excuses right no i mean we, we, have, we have vacations we have work we have all kinds of stuff like i, I don't know it's dumb yeah. it, it's been just like one excuse after the other that's just been mm-hmm. happening and we just didn't want to finish out an entire month without doing a podcast this is like the longest hiatus i think we've ever really done even with no uh, holidays no because our our january hiatus actually was longer because no. we went true. all we had january. a really long we had a really long january hiatus this year too man yeah. we're just full of hiatus high mm-hmm. anus atus right now man yep but we it's got highness atus here wait, yeah wait. it is who ate us highness high highness atus highness atus hyenas ate us whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> <There you> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> all right uh but Del we definitely we we totally didn't like just realize this while we were prepping for the podcast and whatnot that you know this is episode 150 <laughs> We totally didn't do that. We also totally didn't just realize that we are like almost to the day on our six year anniversary for the podcast. <laughs> totally oh didn't. <laughs> with I be the first podcast, we've been doing this for six years and we have all of our two followers, which are our moms who, uh, you know, my mom us. don't listen to this shit. That's I didn't say your mom. I said the supportive moms. <laughs> <laughs> let's be let's be honest it's actually just two accounts run by Ginny. Yeah, that's the truth right there. <laughs> Chris's mom single-handedly supporting the podcast with listens. That's it. Thanks, Jenny. Yep. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> You're the best. Fly tunes and Google Podcast. That's right. <laughs> Wait, so that means that she has Japanese accounts. Well, that's that's the uh, that's the uh, cutscene podcast. We're talking about IB yeah. first. Oh, oh yeah. Keith is the one yeah. that's all about the, Pe- the anime. People actually listen to cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, people Surprisingly. actually listen to that yeah. one. <laughs> but welcome in everybody. Uh yeah, it, we've we had uh Chris was out of town, then Jason was out of town. There was something else in between as well. You were out of town. You went to like do training or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, that was good. in March. No, I just wasn't feeling well because of the same thing that I'm feeling oh. today. That's what it was. I was not I was not in a good place to be sitting at a computer. <laughs> and I'm still I'm in a better place, but I'm not in a great place. But Well, appreciate your sacrifice to your health to hang yep. out with us and yes. talk about video games. It's mm-hmm. the one thing that I never really thought of like as a thing that would be hindrance to working. Like you always hear about carpal tunnel and things like that. And no, if you fuck up a nerve in your rib cage, it's going to cause immense pain in your abdomen. And sitting at a desk or standing at a desk, even like standing at a desk doesn't help very much, will aggravate the shit out of that. So that's fun. Fun. But Jason, Getting old. Getting yeah, old. Jason got to go see the Rockies. I did. I was Not in the baseball Colorado. Team. But for a while like no. Rocky Balboa sure no 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 no. that's that's <laughs> Detroit the Rocky the Rockies oh. <laughs> so Coors Light yeah Coors, Coors Light. Light 
curious to know. Which, which I was all, I was so like, I was actually in Golden, the town of Golden, which is Have you there. ever been on that trip or on that no, tour? No, I've never oh. been there. So I was in Golden and I was just like, all right, you know, I, I, I grew up, I mean, that sounds weird, but I grew up on Coors. So I was just like, yeah, all right, you know, I'll go to that thing. They weren't open the day I was there. I was like, of course, oh. of course. So I still haven't been. That's okay. We went to, I went to like a, a shit ton of breweries, like a shit ton. I think I, I averaged about two a day, which including about five to six miles of hiking every single day too. I did a lot of drinking, which was really bad. <laughs> I will say this. As much as some people may not like Coors beer, the brewery tour is actually pretty damn cool. Yeah, and it looks really cool. I forget things. So you get to go. You get to go through a lot of those things for it. Um, I went on it once, and I loved it. It was awesome. I don't really drink like a ton of Coors Light anymore, and I'm really actually I just don't really drink a ton in general. But <laughs> it is a cool. It is a cool tour. Uh, it's right up there with when we did the. Uh, I think that same trip we did the Fat Tire Brewery too. Mm-hmm. The Fat it's Tire Brewery. The same now. Yeah, it's not the same now. Well, I oh, mean, they're wow. the same company now too, even so. Well, yeah, but the, that uh, brewery, in the time that it's been since we went, that place has, like, expanded even more for Fat Tire. So, mm-hmm. oh, well, and then Chris got to go to Florida. Yeah, play some arcade games and go to both coasts in Florida and see a gator. <laughs> <laughs> you saw a gator? I saw a gator. <laughs> oh, man. Because when I think Florida, I think seeing Tampa and seeing Miami and then a gator. Well, I didn't see uh, Miami. He didn't go I to Miami. Jacksonville. Yeah, oh, he Jackson, didn't go to Miami. Uh, and and St. Augustine. <laughs> not Disney. No, not Disney at all. No, 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 but no Disney. Disney when they go to Florida. No Disney, no Universal. <laughs> <laughs> that shit costs a lot of money now. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Dude, holy crap. I, talk- I was talking about this with my wife the other day. Like, just like 10 years ago, like not even that long ago, my wife and I used to be uh, annual pass holders for Disneyland, it, you know, in California. And we drive it because it was so cheap. And I remember that, like, before we were even annual pass holders, we could go to Disneyland, stay at one of the cheap hotels nearby, like have a meal and have a weekend. So we'd leave like uh, a Thursday night, get there Friday, go to the park on Saturday, one day only, and uh, uh, then leave Sunday and do all that. We could do all of that room, food, everything included for about $350 for the two of us. Now it costs $350 per a day just to look at the fucking buildings. Like it is like insane on how expensive Disneyland is anymore. Like, it, like tried to, to do yeah. that exact same thing would be like $1,200. Like it's what happened. Blows my I, mind. I tried to pull it up to see. And of course the Disney world like ticketing site is down. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing, they're doing It's like the hundred year anniversary or some bullshit like that. So, I mean, not another hand the, of Disney. Not the park hasn't been open that long yet, but yeah, of wow. of Disney in itself. So I mean, they're doing like all kinds of stuff, and I think that people are going gaga for tickets, which blows my mind because like it, it's not cheap. It's two hundred dollars a day, and that's, that's, that's I'm, I'm like I, right now I don't even think that's including. I don't even think that's including like both parks anymore, like the park hopper. Uh, that's a park hopper. Well, they've limited the park hopper, but that also was a twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's also a 2021 pricing. Yeah, you can't go back and forth anymore like until after like the afternoon. Like it like if you get a park hopper pass, like you have to start in one park and you have to stay in that park until at least one. And then you can go back and forth as much as you want, which okay. 
And now they also have the genie pass, which is basically the fast pass. But instead of just getting to a line, be like, yeah, I'll come back later. It's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay more now instead. Mm-hmm. Like it is just it boggles my mind on how expensive all this stuff has gotten. And I, I get it. You know, money. Hooray. Everyone loves that kind of stuff. But geez, oh, Pete, it just. It, I don't yeah. Know where so it's, it's it averages. It ranges according to this. 109 to one to 110 to 160 for a standard ticket. And then uh, 175 to 225 for a park hopper. And yeah, there's limitations. You can only go to one other park within it. I think there's also like, this says like number of days one, but I'm pretty certain that that there's a minimum requirement of two days in order to do it as well. Something weird like that. And then, but then if you want to be like guaranteed to go to the water park, then you have to buy a whole separate one. And a park hopper plus for that one is two forty five. That's that's Orlando though. Yeah, that's Disney World. I don't know. I'd have yeah, to look yeah. at Disneyland. But it Disneyland it's not there. that much different. Like it's surprisingly it's not that much different between the two. Not anymore. It used to be it used expensive. to be that Disneyland was like a little bit more expensive or a little bit less. I can't remember which one it was. I've only been to Disney World a handful of times. But it it's it boggles my mind how expensive it is yeah. anymore. And they they've like gotten rid of all the cheap hotels. Like I we knew mm-hmm. it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They've all been replaced by like Wyndham's and like Ritz's and all that jazz like that. Which is just like my God, I making the Disneyland hotel like one of the cheapest ones, and that's like five hundred dollars a night. And it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to drive an hour to Disneyland to and stay in California. It makes no sense just to mm-hmm. get a sixty dollar hotel where I'll have bed bugs. Or bed mice. Yep. Mickey Mouse. And uh, hey, as friends. Chad is saying, New Universal friends. is super fucking expensive as well. So yeah. one day Disneyland ticket is still 104. I don't think that's right. It's 104 if you just want to go in on like a Wednesday. They they do yeah. surge prices. That's like the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they, yeah, they have six different tiers for mm-hmm. surge. The max is 164. So 165 a day. And then if you want... If you want a uh, multi-day one park, park hopper, genie pass, all that's that good separate. Stuff. Yeah, park hopper starts at one sixty-five on its lowest tier for one day, goes up to two twenty-five. Jesus. Yeah, I was looking to take my wife for her birthday next month, and I was just like, "Oh, that'd be fun." You know, I've been like a few years since like before COVID, and I was just like, "Oh, it'll be like fifteen hundred dollars, not including a hotel." And I was just like. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. do. That. Damn, how many days were you gonna take her? <laughs> yeah, like three. You know, just just like a, a few days. But you know, you I mean, that's in, that like, adds up for the three of like you. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, other another fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a hotel. You could well, always yeah, I mean, get always get an Airbnb in K Town. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ooh. dude. I was like, like, okay, good segue there. I was like, we still have the PC <laughs> gaming show. We still have the uh, um that um Indiecade one that they always oh, yeah, invite us to. Yeah, the mix and yeah. all of those other things. I was just like, man, maybe, maybe we should go like, you know, for a day or two with some some mm-hmm. dog shit. Stone. Eh, I know, eh, right? Eh. I, I was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? That could be fun. Get some curry. Get some uh, uh, PC gaming show. Although we don't PC know if PC gaming games. show is actually doing an in-person one. I don't think they are. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think I don't it's think just recorded either. again. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks. sucks. Yeah. Which sucks. Because Although, I was like, I don't I mean, know if I'd want to go just for the mix. Yeah, and realistically, we don't need to see some idiot dressed in a fucking shark costume standing up on the balcony of an amphitheater. Eh. <laughs> 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 we sometimes <laughs> get free t-shirt sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Well, this is true. Curry, free t-shirts. Curry is we got free motivator. loot boxes one year. Oh, yeah. that was the first year, I think. But yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, like, we, we get some stuffs. You know, it, it was it was pretty cool. Like, 
I honestly really liked going to it because it also gave me a good nap time sometimes too. <laughs> Yeah. That was the like so the first two years when PC gaming show was like four hours long. You're just like, dear God, we're taking nap and roll this. Yeah, I yeah. mean we've been go 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 that whole week, and it's just like, all right. I mean, there's two things because I agree with you, Eric. I like the PC gaming show because they actually just like showed games. They didn't yeah. like do a whole mm-hmm. lot of fluff, and then their interviews that they had and it was people boom, sometimes boom, boom. a little. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they'd bring out an interview. It'd be like, so tell me about the technical specs of your game. It's like, sweet, nap. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and just like, ooh, oh, we, should game, talk, game, we, we should talk in detail about that. And it's just like, absolutely, you should. <laughs> Sleepy time. <laughs> I remember they did one year and it was when, at when a, you start uh, selling a new game. It was it was at one of the amphitheaters where they ha- or one of the theaters where they had like that like that like Vegas show style, like bench seating and stuff like that, where it kind of like curved in and there was a table in front of us. And we just kind of like leaned back and then leaned back some more. And then we kind of like alternated back and forth between which one of us was napping. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was an unspoken word that someone should always be taking pictures and notes. And the other two can just be fucking off. (laughs) Just like, all right, we kind of did a good job of rotating that without even trying. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> just kind of happened <laughs> oh man okay what are we drinking everybody we can we can get We're... back into the into that news now what are we drinking yeah. jason what you got yeah. there i have a few beers from colorado because i was just there and then uh there's two things i love more than video games and that is hiking and beer and colorado has plenty of both so i went to a whole bunch of them like i said before uh the first one i'm having right now is uh god what is it called i can't remember what it's called it is a, a Blood Orange 2X IPA, and it's from Rails End Brewery, and this is outside of uh, Westminster, uh, Colorado, which is a suburb of Denver. And um, this is amazing because if you like the uh, orange blossom from Papco Brewery and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it tastes a lot more like uh, actual orange rather than the sweetness that the Papco one has, and then it has the bite of an IPA which is actually really good too. And it, it's, I've enjoyed it. I tried it out and I was like, holy crap, this is like eating a blood orange, which I grew up, I grew up on blood oranges. My parents' uh, orange tree is a blood orange tree. So tastes exactly like it. I would really like to turn this one into a beer mosa or beer bosa, whatever they're called and stuff yeah. like that one day where you put orange juice in this instead of the patio. I think it's a beer mosa. Beer mosa. I think it's a beer mosa, yeah. Um, right. Really good. I, I enjoy it very, 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 very much. Um, it reminds me. Oh, this is seven point eight alcohol, which isn't too bad um, for a for a double, um, and it's delicious. It, it also reminds me and makes me sad that uh, on the drive up, I stopped in uh, Moab uh, for lunch, and we went to Proper Brewery Company, which is a cool brewery. They have burgers and all the jazz like that. But I found, well, not found out, but I was reminded of a very sad fact about Utah. And that is that for breweries, anything that comes out of your tap can't be more than 5%. You can sell more than 5% in can, but in a, in a brewery or anything like that or at like anywhere you'd be serving beer, cannot be more than 5% alcohol. Look, for a state that literally just got the ability to drink like 20-something years ago, <laughs> that's, that's, still a, that's, yeah. that's still a big step up. <laughs> I forget exactly when it was that they lifted that ban on it. It might be almost 30 now because of, uh, of when it happened, because I think it was the 90s. But still, like, man, get with the times there, Utah. Get with the times. Well, what pissed me off mm-hmm. more is that they'd be like, hey, have, have, have our double IPA. Oh, double, huh? What you got there? 5.7%. 
<laughs> felt like that episode of Simpsons where he's just like, try our five alarm chili. It's like five alarm, eh? Mm. Mm -hmm. One, mm, two, two and a half. Mm. I admit it. It's not five alarm. It's two, three tops, but not five. Are we going to jail, Daddy? <laughs> we'll see, son. We'll see. <laughs> they should go to jail. Double IPA, four point seven percent. Boggles my mind. Wait, was anyway, it four point seven or five point seven? You said five point seven earlier. Oh, did I know four point seven yeah. was? Oh the my double. god! <laughs> because you can't, you can't have anything on tap over five. Sorry, I, I just. Was oh, I thought so, that they. So... I thought they gave you a cool. can of it though. Like the. the no, like... Well, I mean, you could go yeah. buy it. Yeah, you could go buy yeah. a, a can of something that was a little bit better, and that's the only thing I did do. But I, the, I was like, yeah, I'll have your double, and I had it. I was like, I was expecting like the bite, you know, anything Kinda to like be water. there. And, yeah, and they're like. I'm like, how's this a double? They're like, oh, everything on tab, you know, under five. And he's like, well, what is this? 4.7. Don't call it a double then. Like, just, just call it what you need to. And be like, we have a double. It's in cans. It's way better. Why don't you buy some? That would have been better. So they're like, no, it's You can also charge more just, for the cans, too. A thousand percent. But they didn't. That's so I bought a bunch of beer there. Because it was cheap. So I, I guess. <laughs> I was just kind of looking up. I guess if it's made from fruit, it's uncapped. It doesn't follow that rule. Oh. So really? ciders. It's like ciders or wine can be stronger. So they could make dicks and cider there. There you go. There you go. That's what they should be doing. Anyway, I'll drink some of their. I'll drink some of their beer on the next uh, uh, episode. Might be the first four. First all right. All. Looks like Chris got a good old tower station. I do. Got some tower station and uh, some Tobo Chicos. Nice. The Topo Chico ones, they're kind of making a like surge now, but I remember when I had them before, they were like kind of eh. I agree. And you were talking about the seltzers, right? The the hard seltzers, yeah. Topo Chicos. Yeah. Because Topo Chico by themselves, you know, they're, they're tasty. I don't mind them at all. But the seltzers, I don't know. Ever since we had SeltzerCon, you know, 2020. That's true. I've just been like fucking like Paps Blue Ribbon and ruined me for everything on seltzers. I think we may have lost Chris. Or he's just really thinking about he's really, seltzers. He's, 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 he's really thinking about those seltzers, like, man. Mm, Topo Chico. <laughs> I think that's really... Man, have we... like obviously We, haven't had, a, we haven't had a podcast without so some kind of Cox issue. issue. Yep. Not in a very long time we have not had a Cox like free thing. All right. Well, there goes, there goes Jason Chris. Jason and Eric show now. Yeah. Yep. That's Jason and Eric. Cool we're the cool ones. <laughs> We're obviously not lame and sad. Totes, totally not lame. <laughs> oh, look, hey, there he is. He's, he's back. Just in time. <laughs> Welcome back, Chris. How's it going? Oh, going slowly. 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 Oh, look at, look at that. Look at that bit rate coming in hot. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> Your video is a little crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> Mixes That's all right. I'll, I'll take... You know what? You might as well just turn the video off, and maybe that'll help with the audio then at least. Then you don't have to worry about it going out. We'll turn the video off for right now. We'll, we'll try turning it back on again once Chris, is, uh, <laughs> once Chris starts getting <laughs> some more stable internet connection. Cox sucks, man. Let's let's be honest yeah. here. Um, I am drinking, drinking some Angel's Envy. Ooh, nice. Anything special or just the normal, the good old bottle? Just regular Angel's Envy. Nice. Cool. Perfect. Couple of couple of purified rocks that are melted now because we've been sitting here for over thirty minutes. <laughs> bullshit about Disney and beer. Mm -hmm. All right, I've talked about less you know, important things. You know what we really should bullshit about though? Video game news, video game podcast shit. No, no. Chris's smelly feet. No video games. <laughs> Venomo games. That's what makes the world go round. That's what pay pays the bills. Does it really pay the bills? I don't think it really pays podcast. the bills. 
I think it more video steals game. from the bills, right? Or video yeah. game? Yeah. yeah, I think it steals from it the bills. It is the only bill that matters. If you're not it budgeting really your video games, you're not a successful adult gamer. Let's just say that. You don't have That's true. you don't have your own little Bidmo game section on your budget. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. What does it do that? <laughs> do that. Do that. Or you can call it maybe something your else. entire budget's just Vidimo games, at which point then, hey, good job. Just, yeah, I mean, like, just <laughs> handle it the same way you handle your crack cocaine. It's just like, hey, you got this line, gaming, food, and you're good. Well, and you if you don't have crack, then, hey, congratulations, video gaming's up at the top. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 a little bit of crack, though, right? a little bit of crack but see at that point you have to do it right to where you can you continually go to a different dealer every week so you get first taste free Ooh, the first taste free yeah, yeah like but the problem is you gotta like really travel around the valley in order to continue to do that you think there's a red thread for I, I, crack dealers before exactly i mean do you think there's a red thread for tasters on like for crack dealers maybe you don't don't sell or, to Jimmy Jones. He's got like text or fever, you know, whatever. Or maybe th- maybe they are all in like one group text. So if you ever like if you're ever buying crack from a guy and or buying crack, you're getting your free sample from the from the crack dealer and it goes to take your picture, you know the jig is up and he's sending it to the rest of the people in there. And it's totally not a cop. 100 percent not one a guy. cop. And he just wears different <laughs> special hats. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're on crack. You don't, know. You don't care. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> on crack, and he don't care. <laughs> uh, addiction's fun. Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. We'll start with quite possibly one of the funnier ones that's on here and that is sunshine shuffles switch release has been delayed because despite their best efforts to market the game as a game that is 100 percent totally not something that is going to teach children how to gamble nintendo still thinks that this is a game that is trying to teach children how to gamble <laughs> can't make this shit up they specifically did a marketing campaign for it at which point they're like wait is this reverse psychology hang on a second wait wait a second <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny because it's a cutesy game about, I mean, it is bears playing poker on a, uh, on a steam engine, but it's like any card game is like that. Then you could say that with any of them. Shit. You could teach people. You say you're teaching people how to gamble from Uno. You know how much money you could lose on Uno or make on Uno. Are there any loot crate games on switch? I can't think of the top of my head, but they gotta be. That's oh, yeah, there's tons times, of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's 10 times more teaching kids how to gamble than anything else. <laughs> fallout not fallout fuck it fortnite yeah that's fortnite. gambling yeah it's 10 times more gambling than any poker game yeah buy, buy this skin that does absolutely nothing else other than make you look like a banana mm-hmm. or buy this dance that's 100 percent totally not the dance from the press prince of bel-air we swear it's not it's not totally me. totally <laughs> oh man speaking of loot crates Good job yep. there, Jason, on, on that one. Mm. Blizzard was fined for not disclosing loot boxes by the by the European Commission. Uh, they were fined a whopping 0.00007% of their yearly income or 5,000 euros. Now, That'll I'm go. not saying this because like, oh, fuck Activision, blah, blah, blah. I'm more saying like, really, EU? That's how much you're going to charge for this? 
they weren't the only ones. There was another publisher that got hit with the same thing. But $5,000 is a drop in the bucket when it comes to loot boxes. $5,000 was like maybe an hour in one country, in yeah. like Slovenia or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Is that a real country? I forget. <laughs> but it's like that's how much they just make randomly on, you know, a given Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the morning, let alone. Isn't just crazy? I think that's just so crazy and how how – like as much as we detest them and all and stuff like that, how wildly popular and profitable loot boxes or gotcha styles are is just insane. I'm totally 100% not addicted to gotcha. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, oh, well, oh, well. Well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, GPUs are here, everybody. We got new GPUs. The 4060 Ti and the 7600 from AMD are both here to make the Intel GPUs look better. Yay! Like I shit you not. If you if you look at uh if you look at comparisons, the Intel Arc series are actually doing just as well, if not better, than these budget ones. And they're still like two hundred and seventy dollars. It's it's insane. Now it is a that is a testament to. As we've talked about, Intel has been doing major strides in their uh, in their driver updates. They've been doing a hell of a lot of stuff to optimize and make sure that that these they're eking out as much performance as they can out of these pro or out of these GPUs. But man, for brand new process or GPUs coming out of AMD and Nvidia, fuck. And the forty sixty, the forty sixty Ti is hundred and thirty dollars more than the seven than the seventy six hundred, and one hundred hundred and forty dollars more than the A seven fifty from Intel. That's <laughs> just yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this is all like hot on the heels of easily one of the biggest like graphics cards like pushes of last year, where everyone and their mom was shooting and trying to get a new uh, GPU. And now here we are being like, okay, it's kind of softened and no one really wants to buy anymore. And the blockchain's kind of like gone to the shit. And uh, um, now they're just releasing stuff that's just kind of meh. And I, it just blows my mind. I mean, there's, you got to, I guess, from a business aspect, you got to have some that you can show a loss on. I don't know. There's there's probably got to be some play that's going on here. They're not, I have a feeling that they're not losing shit at all on these. Yeah, like, there's nothing. Right. They're not yeah. losing anything from these. Um, the 7600 is the first one really to come out from AMD that's in the $270 range in a little while. Um, and it, for the price range, it's not bad. But the only problem is that it's on par with the A750, which has been out for a while and is also the second graphics card from Intel. Now, granted, it's technically their flagship right now, but they also don't charge it at flagship pricing. They're charging it at about $260, $270. So... You know, that's kind of a thing. But the, the 4060 Ti has been just lambasted online so badly for poor performance, barely eking out, if not losing to the 3060 Ti in benchmark tests. And the only thing that it's doing better is that it has the latest version of uh, Tensor Cores for doing ray tracing. Whoop de shit. Like and we're not the only ones. Like, especially us, we're we're one of the smaller ones to be bitching and moaning about NVIDIA, but come on, NVIDIA. Come on, Do AMD. Better. Do better. You should be coming out with things to trounce Intel. Like you should be I I mean, granted, we have talked about how they they want Intel to do to do well so that there is another competition. People don't like cry monopoly and whatnot on them. But at the same point, you should be really trying to just destroy Intel so that you could look at them and be like, be like, look at this. 
Look how bad these things are. And we're way cheaper than that. Well, I think I think they're spending a little bit more time on trying to build up their software uh, offerings and stuff like that. And I think that they're going to make it so that, yeah, okay, you can get like maybe a better performing card, but it's not going to be as well optimized for the stuff that every single game uses and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Especially with the AI crap that they're putting out there right now. It just gets more and more interesting the more stuff comes on out of just like man what is going to be game playing you know in five years it does but i mean at the same point we need something that's not eight hundred dollars that can do these things that we need it to i mean even me like i've had to during streams i've had to like turn off video and switch to a png because of the fact that it's you know the the nvidia stuff nvidia broadcast and everything takes up too much power Yep. In order to be able to run the games without it stuttering or having any problems, uh, it's, you know, I have to make sacrifices to how I stream with it. And it's just a pain in the ass. I guess the one thing is, is like, that's one of the big things about playing on console. I play on a console. If I stream, I don't have to worry about frame rate issues. I can use NVIDIA broadcast all I want. I can do all sorts of things because all the power is being handled by my PS5. And in a lot of cases, my PS5 does better than a lot of the PC games because there is actually more stability on a PlayStation and an Xbox than there is on a PC in most cases. So they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot, but oh well. Speaking of PlayStation, the PlayStation Showcase happened last week, everybody. Wow, so exciting. Much excite, like super cool. There were so many great things (laughs) that they showed off. Like... Yeah. Whoa. What? Okay. okay let, let's just. What is Project Q for? Like, who is this handheld device for? Project Q is for people that a want to play their PS5 while pooping with an actual controller instead of like having to utilize a controller connected to their phone, or uh, connect or like using the controls on your phone. And B, people that really fucking miss the Wii U. It's honestly all that it is. And I have zero like actual like thought of how this is going to be good given the issues that i had using remote play on my own network oh yeah i mean well you it's doable like i play remote play on my ps4 upstairs from my playstation down ps5 downstairs all the time but you're right there's definitely drop-offs and stuff like that that'll happen quite frequently and getting that onto a portable unit that i can take around everywhere with me okay Especially, okay, so now I'm just at home, so like to your point, pooping. But if I want to play like out and about, you know, or at a hotel or something like that, I agree. I think that you're not going to have any kind of experience there and there's nothing that you can do locally. Then you just carry around a a giant brick with you everywhere. And then the the, like part that just made me be like, what the fuck's the point is the, the abysmal battery capacity on this thing. Like they're saying like, like, yeah, three hours. Yeah, two, three hours. (laughs) I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I, oh, I if mean, I'm gonna sit, you're sitting, you're sitting, I, at, you're, you're sitting on I'm your gonna couch. take a poop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a poop. You know what I'm <laughs> that's, saying? That's like, a poop. Gonna... <laughs> that is a poop. If you if you have a three hour poop and you're gonna go through that battery, yes. But I mean, like, if you're sitting a on your couch, hour you can poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug it in, and charge it. <laughs> like you're, you're, you've got charges around your couch, right? Like somewhere you've got them. If you don't have a charger around your couch, you really need to figure out a way to get a power plug around your couch. If it's not built in, just get it somewhere around there so that you can have your phone there. Or get a fucking 10-foot long cable, like I have. (laughs) 
Like you need to have something for that just in case. But yeah, it's mildly pointless. And I am not the first person to say that it's for the people that missed the Wii U because it basically is a Wii U, just maybe better. Because there was a bad delay with the Wii U. You could play games on the Wii U though. You could play. No, the Wii U... Yeah, but that had to be at you. That had to be in the same area, and it had to actually be oh, in I the see, general vicinity of the console. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you had you actually couldn't. So the one difference is that this is going to connect through Wi-Fi instead of connecting mm-hmm. directly to the console. So you can be anywhere in your house, whereas the Wii U required you to be within twenty feet of the console. But <clears throat> at the same point, the issues that I have had with remote play with a wired connection right next to my desktop with a wired connection and the delay that i had in playing games it was it was unplayable in my opinion i can't handle any of that bullshit. like the fact that i had problems like that just just trying to get that working is beyond me and especially yeah. like i said both hardline connections i wasn't going through wi-fi there was no problems with it whatsoever um I turned off my fucking firewall on my computer. So that shouldn't have been a problem as well, too. Like the firewall that's on my that's on my router, sure, technically, but all the data that's going in and out was in the network. It was all intranetwork and I couldn't get it to work. I kept getting NAT issues and like every everything saying like, oh, if you're not on NAT A, but if you're on NAT A, like that means no protection. And I'm not like disconnecting my my security on my network just so that I can play on a tablet that has built-in controllers it's basically a backbone on a tablet you you want to know the last time that i had really positive experience playing remote play and i mean like in in general like i remember playing remote play uh uh, traveling you know with this device and being in a hotel somewhere and actually enjoying the experience granted i was playing something simple i was playing persona 4 and uh, um, easy to do, but the PS Vita, nice. PS PS Vita did a great job with uh, uh, remote play, and they they had it. And the Vita then was also a standalone console in itself. It had its own problems, obviously, like uh, uh, proprietary memory and all that bullshit like that. But it was a great system. I still love my Vita, and I still have it to this day. Do I play it often? Of course not, but I still it's still in my box of, of hope chest or whatever of gaming revivals, right? And I was so <laughs> excited to be like, hey, we're going to do a Vita 2 or something that's going to be like, hey, you know what, maybe not as like over-encompassing, but like the biggest drawback of the Vita was the touch was kind of crappy and all that jazz, and the the uh, jo- joysticks were meh. I was like, give me, give me something that's gonna be like the Switch competitor, but it's a PlayStation graphics. Like we've said about the Switch before, it's just like Switch would be killer if it was just able to do something good. I think we have, we're gonna complain about that later on in this podcast. Oh yeah, even. <laughs> and it's just like, give me that. And instead, they're just like, hey, yeah, how about none of that? And it was like, well, what? And and the the look of it, I feel like I'm just gonna snap that thing in in half the second I do anything funky with it. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Again, it's durable. It's, it's just a backbone on a tablet. If you don't know what a backbone is, a backbone is a is a controller that you can get that opens up and it plugs into a USB C port on your on your phone or on your iPhone's Thunderbolt or whatever the fuck stupid ass name connection they use. And then that's it. It's like controllers on the side. It's like a small switch at that point. But this just does it looks like a backbone connected to an eight to an eight inch tablet screen. And if they utilized like some of the AMD uh small form factor chipsets 
or even went into Nvidia. Although Nvidia doing utilizing Nvidia to do this, similar to how Nintendo's done it with the Switch, might be a bit of a problem uh, in compatibility wise in performance between AMD and Nvidia. But if they use something like that, a newer set with uh with that piece to make it more like a Nintendo Switch, that would be great. But they're not going to get on how Sony's not seeing this. I mean, you have all these PC manufacturers being like, "Fuck yeah." portability is where it's at we're gonna like hit it hard and go into it like super and sony's just like we have the ability to do something that would just like destroy the switch switch isn't gonna go anywhere don't get me wrong i know that and the switch 2 will sell like gangbusters just as much because they have lincoln they have mario and they'll be just fine and so yep. i'm not too worried about that and i'll probably get one too but if they were to just be like yo let's play some of our dope ass games let's play snake eater in like, you know, somewhere else. And, you know, could have like a whole thing of here I am in the jungle eating the snake, playing snake eater and, you know, wearing my earbuds that are for some reason necessary. And it's all Sony stuff. Congratulations, okay. Sony. You just made a lot of money. Totally. The PlayStation earbuds, I will say, are mildly intriguing now that I heard a little bit more information out of them. The fact that they will simultaneously connect to your PlayStation and to your phone is actually kind of interesting. That's a good feature. That is actually a feature that somebody would want to have. I don't know how much these things are going to cost, but <laughs> but the ability but, to have wireless earbuds that you can play your games on and you won't miss a phone call on. And they're lossless. Yeah, yeah. You know what really needs lossless earbuds? Portable fucking gaming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the hope is that we just haven't heard any information on this and that they're going to blow all our fucking minds, that they're doing like this whole... They're, they're like trying to make everybody like, oh, this thing's going to be shit. It's just like a it's just an over glorified tablet. And then they finally come out and they're like, hey, guess what? This will natively play every PlayStation 4 game as well as do cloud gaming and remote play and do all these things like this is literally a Nintendo Switch, but better. That would be great. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be awesome. Yeah, it's it's just all shit. It's it's total shit. And that thing, man, it, that had been leaked and talked about for a while and every time that i heard about it come out i'm like oh my god i hope this isn't true i hope this isn't true and then they confirmed it did they mention price at all no they didn't no. so if so it's this 300 is a, that's a fucking horrible thing it's it's gonna be it's only saving grace is that they're just like yo you don't know how you can buy those backbones for like 100 bucks we just came out with one too like sony has yeah. their own and it's just like you mm -hmm. can get that for 100 bucks or for 150 here you go yeah and it's you like a tablet and that that's not bad 150 would be like the most that i would the most, think about the paying absolute, for that absolute like like that even you can't even charge 200 venture. because the the no. switch light is 200 right no I, it's not a console don't don't charge me for anything else it, it's basically a tablet with the backbone and you can get a cheap ass tablet if you're making them in gross give me that thing maybe maybe then i'd look at it maybe then i'd look at it and be like cool it's 150 retail that means you know in three months when no one buys this piece of shit it'll be on sale for 125 then i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> i honestly am really thinking about getting a playstation version of the backbone though yeah so am i like dude just for genshin alone like as much yeah. as i don't want to do that like dead serious like it's just like i've been wanting genshin on a portable platform for so long i refused to download genshin on my phone forever and it wasn't until i was in uh um 
or was I just recently? Not not Colorado, right before that. It was like, fuck it. I just need to play Genshin to get my dailies in and stuff like that. And it was such an arduous chore. I was just like, Wait, ah, I thought you I'm had it on your phone games. already just for pooping. I yeah. don't. I have it, but I don't update it all the time. And so I stopped okay. playing. So you did have it. You did have it, though. Yeah, it wasn't I, that I you didn't download it. it. <laughs> I tell myself not to update it. So, okay. yeah. Because I'm yeah, only like, mostly addicted to my crack. Genshin and Star Rail. Star Rail, Star Rail is more playable on on phones than Genshin is, but yes. even that, it's still like going through a lot of like the story and whatnot within that, and moving, doing too much okay. movement. I'm like, fuck that, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it would be great for any of those games and the ability to actually play them. I just know that if I buy one, then my son's gonna probably steal it most of the time. Yes, and use it, get boogers which, on it. Uh, he's almost eleven. He shouldn't be getting boogers on things. <laughs> that is the hope: is that he's not gonna be getting boogers on things. He, he is out of that age where he should be, where that should be like something you expect. Hey, maybe I'll get one for his birthday. I don't know. I'm not out of the age of putting boogers on things. So yeah, I know I you aren't. So. I know. <laughs> My car knows every, every time that I go like that. I drive Jason. I have to like go to the passenger side and like scrub down the door because there's just boogers all on it. And he's, just there, and he's like this. He picks his nose and then he just wipes it on there. Just and then he looks everywhere. at me as he does it too. Like he just stares Maintain at eye me. Contact. Maintain eye contact. And I contemplate driving into oncoming traffic. <laughs> Oh, if I hit it only on the passenger side, I think I could survive. <laughs> <laughs> That's real hard to do with oncoming traffic, though, because you're crossing over, which means that you got to get a full car length over almost. Hence in, why so I'm still alive. You make sure I'm it's only alive. that. <laughs> Hence why I'm still alive. Okay. Snake Eater is being remade. Cool. Maybe we didn't see nice. anything other than a CMV. Yeah. And it has nothing FMV. to do with Kojima, too, if you're wondering. Yeah. He is not involved whatsoever. So now they're just if they're like doing the this group. as a remaster almost, but they call it a remake, which leads me to believe that they're redoing a lot of stuff on this, which also has me worried because yes. David Hayter is the is Solid Snake as far as I'm concerned at all. And, you know, changing it to Keter Sutherland for that non Metal Gear game that came out. It's like the oh. fifth of something phantom pain it was five it was five no i'm joking because i don't consider it a metal gear solid game because i i it was metal gear solid five phantom pain was a great it was a great game there's a lot of fun a lot of freedom and stuff like that it was not the best or even a good metal gear solid game like like i it's not keto sutherland just pissed me off like no end the storyline just went more bonkers than ever before and you had to follow up to four which in my opinion was a magnum opus of all proportions so it's just like three awesome game love to see it again i wish one and two were getting a little bit more of a special treatment i know it'd be harder to do because obviously it's that isometric not isometric but that down style play would be hard to do but it would be so cool if they did like if they just made it, it was just like hey here's this game that you're playing it looks fucking real as shit it's just you know top down view enjoy that you know that would like, be cool like if you're looking through like a, through like yeah, cctv yeah. type stuff right they could i mean it just it would you do well on nostalgia it would do well like on the console because it doesn't have to be all like mm -hmm. now it's first person or third person or anything like that you could make it work and make it look so good and all of us old fuckers would be like yeah i'm gonna eat that up but instead they're gonna be like, hey <laughs> here's here, here it is being re-released for like the 80th time which i'll still probably eat the fuck out of 
but uh, Snake Eater is being remade. If it's remade, I hope they do it with uh, David Hayter. That's the only thing. Well, and they're also re-releasing 1, 2, and 3, the original versions on PlayStation as well. So those right. are going to be coming out in September. Um, but yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. Uh, Alan Wake 2, which it, again, it's one of those things of like so fucking long to get this game. Uh, one. Two, I do have high hopes to this because of the fact that they've tied control into the Alan right. Wake universe. Exactly. And the hope is that this is going to actually feed off of control, which would be really good. I'd be happy about that. Yeah. But at the same point, I don't really know. Um, Marathon is coming back from the fucking dead from Bungie, um, which we kind of knew that they were working on something. One. When this video started up, I immediately knew it was Marathon from the music. <laughs> and then, like, and that's that's sad that I knew that it was Marathon from the music. I was like, oh shit, this yeah. is Marathon. Do <laughs> um, you have like Trumpet Center or something like that? Get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a, it has a very specific, like it's an extraction type. And that's not, I don't know if that's going to work well for it. Yeah. So who knows on that? Um, the only, the other one that is interesting to talk about um, is Foam Stars. In which case, I think, <laughs> well, no, no. It's only interesting because I think this is the first real play that anybody has done to recreate Splatoon on a, on a different platform. Which Play not Splatoon on your not Switch and yeah. be happy yep. about it. Yeah, and be happy about mm -hmm. it. But it it looks horrible. I I I don't like it. They they kept kind of the cartoony aesthetic. However, a lot of it feels like this probably isn't going to be geared towards kid kids like Splatoon is. Like Splatoon is very much geared towards kids and the whole thing about it. And it's like sure, you're shooting foam instead of instead of shooting guns and everything like that. But they really it's like you either go full bore or you don't at all. And in this case, they're kind of like edging on the on like the age setup with the character models and everything like that. And I'm just like, I don't know how that's going to go. Um, granted, also, it's like it's Splatoon and not a lot of people play that. Like no. a good chunk like, of people play hey, it. Hey, kids, did you like Splatoon? Now that you're a little bit older, you can play this game. You can pretend you're at a phone party, everybody. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. That that one's a little, uh, That's that, that was only worth talking about because of the fact that it's like the first time. That it's, and it's coming from Square. Yeah. But I mean, Ubisoft did that dodgeball game or EA did that dodgeball game too. So who knows? Like, at least they're trying, sure. even though it is a ripoff of another game. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's Cat Quest 3, which I thought yeah. for sure Jason would be excited about. But Jason was like, everything's meh. We're like, Cat Quest 3? And then he didn't respond. I'm like, oh, Cat Quest 3, Jason. <laughs> uh, there, is a, uh, there is a very interesting, cutesy, uh, like, night game. And I forget, the, I forget the name of it now. But it was, like, like, done in a storybook and everything like that. Like, that one looked cute. But beyond that, oh, the PlayStation Showcase the, was... The Devolver Digital one? Is it Devolver that did it? Or it's on a book and then you hop off the book into like the 3D world and get back in the book? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It looked it looked cool. Um, yeah. And it was very... It, I think the thing that it stuck that stuck out is that it wasn't a fucking shooter. And yeah. there were so many goddamn first-person shooters in this PlayStation Direct. It's like and, the something Squire? Showcase. I guess yeah, it's it, Squire or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But there were so many first-person shooters in this for a console that, god damn, I don't ever want to touch a fucking like, shooter on this console. I hate doing shooters on console. Like it, It's insane. I don't know. It's just, I, it's just dumb. 
All right. Did anybody else want to talk anything else about the PlayStation Showcase? Spider-Man yeah. 2? But, yeah, but that, okay, that also didn't need to be on there. Just like they didn't need no. to show Final Fantasy 16, which came out in less than three weeks from that. Like, it's coming out. Like, yes, we know it. Did you need to take well, the I mean, time they, to show it in that? No. They, they gave it the, the E3 treatment that they've done the mm-hmm. last few E3s, where it's just like, hey, we're only going to talk about games that are coming out like next month and not so much about the, sure. the future stuff, just because they're so tired of being lambasted by all these tryhards. They're being like, oh, whatever, it looks like crap. And you still have these people complaining about all kinds of bullshit, whatever. I think I, think I saw a Reddit thread of someone complaining about like the map's the same. It's like, well, of course the fucking map's the same. It's New York. What do you want yeah. them to change? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... You can't change that. <laughs> New York I'm changed. going to Miami now. I, I, I don't understand. Like, it's just like... You'd have to add in Staten better. Island, but Staten Island's already on that, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't yeah, they have all five boroughs I, in there? I think they do now. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I remember correctly. But so, I mean, it's like, just like... What, 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 Spider-Man's going to go to fucking Westchester? Jersey? <laughs> Like, yeah, he's gonna like, he's gonna I'm cross a, over to Jersey. Jersey boy you think Spider Man's gonna go over to Jersey? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate the draw of the Garden State, my friend. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> going to Boston. Oh, I will say that I Bob hope that they do now. they do more than Peter Parker just gets angry with the symbiote. Yes. And I really I, hope they do. I, I was watching just like randomly like a video, a YouTube video came across earlier today that I was watching and they showed like a few different. It was it was like the most brutal Spider-Man's and it was like how bad Spider-Man could be if Spider-Man was evil and like all the versions that have come up in the comic books, like the top 10 ones. But it made me think, I'm like, there are a lot of different iterations where like they could do anything they want with the symbiote and he could do anything within it. He could not go crazy. He could control the symbiote even more than Eddie Brock with his mental fortitude and really do it. And and that's, I hope, something that they do other, other than he gets angry and then Miles gets the symbiote off of him and then Venom gets made halfway through and then... We have to deal with venoms. Uh, my fear is that exact, exactly what they're going to do. I mean, it, based on the teaser trailer and stuff like that, they did make it very clear that uh, uh, the oh god, what is what is Miles' power called? Not venom. It's a uh, uh, sting. What what, 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 yeah, the, no, what is about, it called? Though. Yeah, th- like they showed like the same effect, like blasting away the symbiote like graphics and stuff like that. And, and I was just like, okay definitely hitting hard on it you know you could go the mary jane route too of them working together to talk him out of a, of a cliff and jazz like that but yeah i really hope that they go a little bit more darker with it i mean i think they owe us something a little bit more of a story than what they gave us with miles or just do something new with the symbiote because it's the same it's it's always the same old story every every spider-man game that's came out with the symbiote it's the same story and like the movies, whenever they do the symbiote, like they always focus on that same story when there are so many different versions of what can happen with this, especially with the multiverse for it. Right. This is not just the fact that Miles is there makes it not the standard, uh, the standard Marvel like universe where everything right. is. So something else can happen with it. You think they're going to go uh, man-made symbiote or space symbiote? It's going to be space symbiote, and the symbiote's going to come off of off of him, and it's going to bond with Craven the Hunter, and Craven the Hunter is going to turn into a giant lion. I just know, like I, th- this is what I fucking feel in my gut right now, and I'm and I hate it. <laughs> the only reason why I don't say because they had that line is just like, but it has big teeth, and he's like, so do I, and all that shit like that, and it's just like. Well, he's, oh, he's already got the symbiote man. then at that point in time. But I don't know. No, Craven. I don't think Craven has the symbiote at all. 
Like Craven's just coming and being a dick, which was great. Like I had high hopes for Craven coming in, but if it's going to be like just this thing to feed to the aggressiveness of the symbiote, then like, like, Oh, he's aggressive. So I have to be aggressive too. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, as Let's long see. as he does, like the worst thing that they could possibly do is he breaks apart from the symbiote halfway through. And then that gets crap. It's grabbed by like Oscorp or something like that, and then they duplicate the symbiote. But instead of having like the children of Venom, they just have tons of Venoms all over the place, which has happened in other video games as well. I don't want that happening either. I, w- yeah. I, I don't know. I, what would be cool <laughs> though is if we did have. They should have a, a. Oh God, what is it called? Nemesis system of it. That would be cool. Oh, that would be cool because because yeah. it's such an open world thing that every yeah. once in a while, if you would just be like. Bam! Because I mean, like, what, like, what we love about the. Spider-Man but I want that for the third movie or for the third game. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I want it for the third game, not Spider-Man Two. Oh, I'm Miles Morales. Third game. Miles Morales is not is not Spider-Man Two. Miles Morales is the fucking basic like DLC, DLC or a, a large yeah. expansion for mm-hmm. Spider-Man. This is Spider-Man Two we're talking about. If we're gonna if we're gonna go full bore into pissing me off with Venom separating <laughs> and just being this fucking evil thing that's very anti-spider-man want to kill spider-man do the do that thing but with the third movie or the third game carnage or something oh man if it was all the symbiotes i i would be more happy with that but carnage is also way cooler than venom way cooler way and cooler like, than venom oh yeah <laughs> hands too. down like, I remember, yeah i remember reading down. some of the comic books back in the day you know and as a kid and stuff like that and be like oh yeah venom yeah he looks cool right whatever and then carnage like came out and was just like oh I don't know if I really want to read that page. <laughs> <laughs> Carnage is, is brutal, and I love He's Carnage. Brutal. Yeah. Like, it, that's what's great about it. Carnage is my favorite Marvel villain out of all of them because there's no redeeming quality about it, and I think that's what I like. <laughs> is he is <laughs> insane, all about murder, the whole like hands down. In which case, actually, the second Venom movie kind of did him justice. They did a pretty good job with him. Uh, in that aspect of things, the, the movie just was kind of meh. But they did a good job with Carnage. Like that's that's one of the things. Like let there be Carnage. I was like super stoked about that when when that movie was like announced. I was like fuck yeah, I want to see Carnage on the screen. Okay, uh, let's keep moving on now. I guess we're done with the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, former DC Universe Online chief is making a Warhammer MMO, and my God. The image that is shown of this guy in press releases <laughs> for this, he looks like he's going to make a Warhammer MMO. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I am throwing myself into this when I say that Warhammer guys usually don't look like Henry Cavill. They look like giant fucking nerds. Right. I look nothing like yeah. Henry Cavill. <laughs> But this that guy looks his, like he's going to make picture for his game workshop membership card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, they're going to be making a, uh, a Warhammer MMO, which would be really cool. Like that needs to happen. I'd prefer a 40K MMO personally because I like 40K more than Warhammer. But, you know, that's, you know, good stepping point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 has is said to have no day one patch and has no plans for DLC, which is cool. Um, granted, the only reasons that they really had DLC for Final Fantasy 15 were because they got so far behind in development that they had to 
a make additional money and b extend out the time to make those dlcs to add it into the story as opposed to like having it into the main part and even then the main part was still missing a lot of stuff but i've heard no DLC. Even sad about the cup noodle dlc but that was a DLC that was just included in the story. And you know <laughs> yeah. what? I will be fucking stoked if some guy rides up in a wagon pulled by a chocobo and on the side it says ye old cup noodle. <laughs> <laughs> ye old noodle. Yeah, ye old noodle cup. Like, you know, whatever you want to call it. I just I want that to happen. I actually liked it. It was hilarious. And it was just so absurd that it made it fun to have Coleman camping equipment and cup noodle in this and having to do actual missions for cup noodle and get better quality cup noodle was just awesome. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> and they did it 100% tongue in cheek. And you know that Nissan was like, you know what? Fine. We don't care. Do it tongue in cheek. Go for it. People love our product. People love a product. Yep. If anything, though, on a serious note, I am happy to hear these notes, these news, ah, this news, just because, like, it tells me that they're like, no, we know we kind of messed up with 15 with y'all and, and wounded yeah. our image. Here we're going to de deliver a full, like, comprehensive story, complete the work of art that we've known Final Fantasy to be for a long time. You, you yep. can argue with me all that you want about on some of those out there, but Final Fantasy, normally when you buy one, you're ready for a good game and to sit down with it. Mm -hmm. I will say that they're all works of art. 13 was actually a good game. It actually had a pretty good story. It had great, great graphics. It had everything. The only problem was that it was fully linear for 90% of the game. And it they just removed that exploration that you get. I, I low-key love 13. I, I thought the storyline mm -hmm. was actually fantastic for 13. Yeah. 13.2, I fell a little bit off. And 13.3 was right out. 13.3 would be the one that I would probably say with you the most I agree that you don't you could argue about but i liked 13 i liked yeah but we're 10. talking we're I talking liked... core you can pretend that the yeah. offshoots don't yeah, matter those are those are i mean those came out like as if core it's not like they were just yeah but crisis like core that. like crisis core right, came crisis, out and that was crisis kinda, core eh. like like originally on the that was on the ps plus or in the ps no. uh uh playstation the portable, PSP. Wasn't it? it was on the psp yeah, the psp so i mean like that that was definitely different i mean you could you could then make the same argument for that old uh um uh where you played as the uh the turks on the phone game oh too. yeah so that's not, oh god that's not what i'm talking about that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about before Christ. and type that's zero that was. type zero type zero i yeah that or dirge of cerberus i don't even think oh Dur dirge of cerberus was Okay, but that was a that was a fucking first person shooter. <laughs> it was weird. It was a first person shooter. It wasn't a standard RPG. The story was just was as batshit bonkers first? as uh, maybe third. Either way, it was a shooter. Uh, it was just as batshit bonkers as uh, as Crisis Core. It was a third person shooter over mm -hmm. the shoulder. That maybe that's what started my my hatred for over the shoulder shooters <laughs> was that game playing through it. The only reason I the only reason I finished it was for the story. That was it mm -hmm. because I needed more Final Fantasy VII story. Ten uh, two will be the solid Final Fantasy sequel that I will stake my life on as actually a really good game. <laughs> go watch the opening sequence of 10-2. I challenge any of you. Go watch the opening sequence of Final Fantasy 10-2 and I dare you not to smile. I, just I, like I dare you not, not to go, you know what? Okay, I will play this game. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is so like it's just like yeah, okay. It is dress up Barbie time with Final Fantasy, but it, it, the, hey, the, those the outfit changes actually had you, a thing. It, like it that worked stuff. so well. Yes, it worked so well, and it's like sure you're changing outfits and costumes and whatnot during the entire time, but there was a reason for it, and it was fucking great. Mm-hmm. And they did Sailor Moon like transitions like every five seconds in that game as yeah. you were playing it. You always was... got a Sailor Moon transition. <laughs> Hard to complain about that. It was great. I love that game. I actually really, really, really enjoyed it. And they did a good job of connecting up of of her trying to find Cloud. Like the whole, the whole thing, like it was, Titus. it was, or not cloud Titus. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were just trying to like do a full continuation on it, and they did. It was a pretty good continuation with it. Mm-hmm. Could have been a little bit better, but it was For still the first time. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the first time they ever continuation of a game like that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Next uh, X dice devs have formed TTK time to kill studios and are making an FPS, and that is all that we know about it. Yay! 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 Yay. Uh, hang on, wait. I need to find. I need to find the next one too, because there's another one. Okay, yeah. You want to talk about X Devs making another game, Pathless, which is a. Uh, it's from Call of Duty and uh, and Halo devs. Dropped a trailer for Sentinel, and it looks like a shitty Halo game. But that's doing that's doing it kind of like a service because Halo Infinite looks like a shitty Halo game. This game looks like a ha- a shitty Halo Infinite. Like it legit does. And I swear to God, I saw in the background a like ring shape going up that shows that you're basically on a Halo. And if that's the case, man, seriously, people, it's like they just grabbed assets like really bad assets and threw them into a game and they're like yeah we're making a game look at it it worked once worked it's once. all the assets they stole from from 343 but yeah it's, it's like, what they got it's what they got in the divorce it's what they got in the divorce it's, yeah. it's, it's, oh we got God. the home we got the summer home here it is <laughs> <laughs> all right uh cliffy b wants to re wants to resurrect lawbreakers i can't say it without laughing did, did they did they did they really say that he wants to bring back lawbreakers or do they just yes. want to make another game he said that there is still gas basically that there is still gas in the tank for lawbreakers and he has a lawyer in la working tirelessly to make that happen <laughs> to get the rights from nexon it was, it was it was interesting concept i think that there is something he said that the release game. time the release time around it was unfortunate oh, for yeah. it with yeah. the competition that it had. You know, if they brought it back free to play, you know, something like that, I think they could do something with it because um, it was an interesting concept of the game. And it was a fun game. It was fun. And it, it came out when free to play wasn't a proven model that like really right. could work. Mm-hmm. So if they could update it, like it definitely would have to be updated because you don't want it to look like it did then. It didn't look bad, but that's also a game that's like seven years old. Yeah. So you want it to be updated. If you could do all that and make it free to play, that might be a viable free to play option. However, as what we saw with the PlayStation Showcase, there are probably about like six of those first person shooters and whatnot that are free to play options that are going to fizzle out in six to eight months. There's just so like many of them that just die. It's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Lawbreakers might just fizzle out and die again. But, but that also wasn't when it was free to play. It was like 30 bucks yep. to buy the game, which, as he said, half the game, half the price because it was online only, no like full on thing. But with Overwatch 2 now, which is Overwatch was the original game that killed Lawbreakers, 
with Overwatch 2 now being free to play, this would have to be free to play. And it would have a big hill to fight up with Overwatch 2. I think a lot of people are fed up with Blizzard and a lot of the crap that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, okay, you would think that, but people still fucking play the shit out of them. And look at how many people are going to fucking play Diablo 4 coming out next week. It doesn't matter. People really don't care. People people honestly do not give a fuck about how bad a company is. And it's, just, it's right up there with a lot of the Me Too movement stuff and whatnot. Like People say they cared about it, but they never really stopped or changed anything. And it's the same thing with Activision Blizzard. People say that they care about it, primarily so that they can say that they said that they cared about it. But they're not going to actually do any like actionable a, things. I meant more from like a, just like, I'm sick and tired of like you nerfing my characters and doing stuff to the oh, game that, that too, I love yeah. more than just from a social aspect aspect because social aspect i agree with you eric i think that like this world's just full of pandering and stuff like that i mean just look at next month and how many companies are going to be like we're all inclusive we're united and then stuff like that none of these companies give a shit next month that starts in two days drop it two days exactly you know less than 20 or a little more than 24 hours we'll stand united it's just like yeah will you i bet you will Mm -hmm. no you don't yeah you don't yeah little over 24 hours i just want to wait and see the bud light uh pride cans that come out like are they gonna do anything are they gonna double down on any of this bullshit you got it now you got it now i don't know man they've they've been backpedaling and then like now they've pissed off both sides of it but it's like you know what it shouldn't just be a one month thing and you also shouldn't care about these fucking inbred hillbillies that think that they're abominations to God and that you're mentally unstable for for wanting to be a different gender. <laughs> you're taking social cues and how to act as a person from a beer company you've already lost. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, they lost a long time ago. They lost a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, get off of our fucking high horses again. It's not even that high of a horse. It's a medium-sized horse. It's mm-hmm. like the same height as everything else. Just fucking stop being dicks, people. All right, uh, Embracer had equal an opportunity un- horse. Embracer had an un- <laughs> <laughs> an undisclosed partnership that they've been working on, and they announced back in like October. They've been working on this forever. It was supposed to close like a week and a half ago. It was going to be a $2 billion partnership to work on, to be working on games. They can't say who it is. They can't say what exactly they were working on or anything like that. It's all under NDAs, but a $2 billion agreement that fizzled out like 24 to 48 hours before final signing. And then the poor CEO, yeah, the poor CEO had to do a, had to do a like completely change his entire presentation for the company because they were doing their like quarterly meetings and whatnot. It completely changed his entire presentation because it all died at like 10 o'clock the night before. And he had to come on and be like, well, it's not going to be as good as it looked like it was going to be. <laughs> you know, we were supposed to announce this partnership and everything was lined up and, and then they pulled the plug last night. And I, I, I really want to know who it was and what they were working on. Cause Embracer is working on a shit ton of stuff. Embracer yeah. is that is the giant holder that owns like Gearbox and a bunch of things now. Like they own it. As some people have said it, like they are the they are the quietest big company out there. They don't really do a lot. And they yeah. don't they don't try and piss off people too much. But they're gradually like buying more and more studios and buying more and more games as they go through. And I really want to know what it was that they were working on. But in case you had heard about that, that they announced back in October. 
well, that's that that's gone now. So yep. <laughs> it yeah, I just I want to know what they were working on so badly because that two billion dollars is a lot. That is a big a partnership lot, lot. to be working on with somebody, and I want to know what it was that they were working on. Anyways, uh, Killer Instinct, uh, which has been around for over 10 years, uh, was marred with a horrible sexual assault uh, joke at the E3 presser. (laughs) Never let that one go. No, I'm never going to let that one go. It was so fucking bad. bad. And I was there in person for it. And I just kind of like looked at everybody and I'm like, oh, you can hear the cringe. You could hear the the only one that heard that. (laughs) And the best is I was live blogging at that time. I'm like, I think I just heard a sexual assault joke send no yeah i totally definitely heard a sexual assault joke <laughs> send <laughs> um but they uh their their multiplayer is getting outdated and rather than closing down because they want to keep this fighting game going because there's still a lot of people that play killer instinct they're actually co- switching to new servers completely new servers adjusting the architecture everything like that that's necessary to do it so that they can continue going on with this game which is really cool that's something yeah, that for them yeah, that's something that is mildly unheard of in this day and age. Everyone's mm. just like, fuck it. Service Shut costs it too much. Yep. Yeah. And it's not it even is. that. We've much. talked about that. We've talked about that being a big fear. Is that like, you know, twenty years from now, would if you want to play an old game, too fucking bad. And yep. you know, we're good on them. Good on them. Very good on them. All right. Uh our friends of the podcast, Squid Shock Studios, have given Bo an early twenty twenty four release date. They showed off more of it at the, uh, oh gosh, what show was it? Um, crap. Oh, they were on the Humble Bundle show. That's right. Because no, no. Humble Bundle is going to be the publisher for them. Uh, so they showed off like a, a huge swath of animations and like gameplay and whatnot. Game looks even better than it looked when we first saw it. It looks so pretty. Uh, you can also buy a bow plushie. So if you go Ooh. find the Squid Shock Studios uh, Twitter account and they have links for buying a bow plushie out there. So definitely keep an eye out for that one. That one looks great. Uh, All right. I am going to read this exactly as Jason wrote it, which does not mean that I don't agree with it, but I'm just saying that I'm reading this exactly as Jason wrote it. Gollum, a game about playing the most pathetic character in a series sucks. Go figure. (laughs) There (laughs) There are not a lot of people that like this game. There are a lot of people that hate this game. It's really I mean, it's just like I remember when they announced this thing and, and what's crazy is that like they never advertised crap like they knew they had a steaming pile of shit like the second they announced it and it just isn't a proof of the pudding here um but I mean like he's a very dynamic character but his transition period in the books is not something that I'd be like yeah that's what I want to like that, that's what well, this isn't even in the books the game this isn't even like during the books if I remember no, right this is that. all pre-books pre-books yeah it, it is his transition basically and it's just like yeah but it's not even his transition he was still a crazy like pile of shit going into the books well i mean like what do you mean because they talk about smeagol like well before when, when he finds the ring originally and this is he oh, already this has is the ring all of that i i know he, he had it the for like a thousand like, years he already has the ring yeah it's he, yeah but it's way before the books even kick off or anything like that so yeah, but he's it's still a like, shitty character at that point he's still a shitty character. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point he's literally just a mindless this is my ring this is all i care about like why is why is he going to be crawling through mordor like what 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 are you going to what great thing are you going to give him for doing that other than and that's the thing it's just like what 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 amazing task will you have that you can fantasize about that's like this is a well worth experience for me to spend my Mm -hmm. time on rather than just being like 
yeah, I'm hating myself, <laughs> which is what Smeagol does for thousands mm-hmm. of years before, uh, you know, being consumed by it all. Anyway, that's yeah, about that's that. That's a great character to lead a video game. Right. I mean, like, again, like, he's not so likable. You know, he should be make likeable. a game he's based off of. Pitiful. No, he should make a game based off of for Lord of the Rings. Sam. Yeah, Sam Williams again. Like, have, like, literally, like, uh, wait, wait, it should be, like, based after the end of the books. And oh, like, when he's uh, just start, when he's just plowing his hot wife Valley. and <laughs> Stardew Valley, Samwise Gamshi, man, <laughs> plowing his hot wife, raising a fucking litter of kids, writing a book. Yeah. You got to make time to write the book. All, yep. you know, all that jazz oh, like that. yeah. Yep. There you go. That's that would be good. All right, Jean Claude Van Damme is coming to Mortal Kombat One. Everybody, if you don't know Ooh. what Mortal Kombat One is. I also didn't really hear anything about it until this news came out but mortal kombat 1 is basically a reboot the entire series i guess at some point in the latest mortal kombat Liu kang becomes the fire dragon protector of earth and now he's rebooting the entire timeline and create like this is honestly a legit synopsis of what i read of what is going on with this <laughs> he's rebooting the entire timeline and now there's just going to be a whole bunch of different fighters and some some newer ones some older ones like yeah that's that's what they're doing mk1 i'm excited i'm excited for them to just make expendables uh or expendables part of the uh oh they um, should moral combat oh. well i mean they already have uh um now they have john claude van damme they already have arnold you know we just need to get uh uh rambo uh, um Rambo in here, and then then we is... can get Terry Crews. We can bring in the cra- we can bring in mm-hmm. Terry Crews's Crackdown character, like all sure. sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it'd be it'd be the Expendables. Oh, we need Jet Li, so we got to figure out how we Jet can get Li. Jet Li. Easy in. to do. Oh, Jet Li's been in plenty of things. Be- yeah, but what what Jet Li character would you put in there though? Mm. The one? Would he just be the yeah, one? The one. He'd be the one. the one because he is the one, and that's yeah. why he's there. Yeah. And then yeah, that, he'd be the one. Sense. It'd be canonical for him to fight himself. Makes sense. Oh yeah, totally. Like that's yeah. that's actually the easiest <laughs> out of all of them. Uh, who else? Who else do they have in there that, you that got, we would need? Oh, Bruce Dolph Willis. Lundgren. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, they they already have the Predator in there, don't they? I don't remember if they had the Predator because I think the I Predator the had. Predator. I don't remember either. I don't remember. Why not? It's too too many fucking things. But so yeah, so we had Dolph Lundgren. We got uh, Jet Li. Got, got the Transformers. Why not? Bruce Willis could literally just be his character from from Die Hard. That's it. One thousand percent. He's John McClane. Yeah. John like McClane. that's. Yeah. He just shows up barefoot and all, and it's just like whatever. Give <laughs> <laughs> me <Kaya> A, motherfucker. <laughs> Leaving bloody footprints every time that he steps. 100%. Like. <laughs> See, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm down with that now. I'm down with this super convoluted Mortal Kombat reboot. That's totally fine. The thing that's astonishing to me is that is that they somehow think that Mortal Kombat 1 to Mortal Kombat X is a cohesive storyline. That's mm-hmm. the thing that's astonishing. Is that they honestly think that that is cohesive. It's Makes sense ridiculous. to me. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totes. All right. Uh, let's see here. NVIDIA is releasing ULMB2 for all smooth monitor gameplay. They say supports up to a thousand hertz. I don't, I don't yeah, know so about that. It looks that like cool. the way they're kind of doing is where it's like almost stimulated, where they're pulsing the backlight on your monitor to the image so it matches up to where even if it's at a less hertz refresh rate, less FPS, it'll still look clearer than a higher refresh rate that sounds like witchcraft yeah you've kind of like watched the video it's like what i think we have to burn jensen at the stake <laughs> yeah, witch. that's what that's what it sounds like to me all right uh let's see here 
Uh, second to last one that we've got, uh, DJI has a new automated drone for filmmakers, and it's pretty dope. Okay, I won't talk a lot about it. What's really cool about it, though, is that it's, it allows for people to program in set flight paths that are replicable by GPS coordinates. And they also have like an, they have like an attachment that, or like an accessory that you can get that like stands up and it's like a tower that gives it even more precise tracking that allows for people that are recording videos to run that through just the same as, as like all those robotic arms that they have for doing mo- mm-hmm. like controlled shots, but doing it through aerial or through movement with a drone with an 8k camera on it. Uh, if you really want to look like and see some of the stuff that like makes it look really, really cool. Um, I watched uh, corridor digital. So if you find the corridor digital YouTube channel, they did a whole thing with it that showed off everything that they can do with it. And it was pretty fucking dope. Like, and they did rudimentary, like, like CGI stuff within it. Like just stuff that was like real quick and easily like easy for them to do, but things that were impossible to do previously. Uh, and it's like, now it's like, imagine watching that and going on further, which is really cool. So go to mm-hmm. Corridor Digital uh, on YouTube or CorridorDigital.com and they've got a lot of stuff on there. But it was it was super dope, but it was something that I was like, ah, we could talk about that for a second. All right, last but not least, Jason did not write this. I wrote this and I will read exactly how mm-hmm. I wrote it. Tears of the Kingdom is out and people love it. The Switch is too shitty for this game though. <laughs> and I'm gonna be 100% honest. You get into a weird situation with ranking with rating a game because there's 10 out of 10s on this and this game is getting a 10 out of 10 and they've done a lot of great things to it. It was a really amazing looking game, but it runs like fucking dog shit on the switch and you, you get into a question of they did so many Marvel things with it, but if this were any other game series and any other console, if the game ran like dog shit on the console, they would be automatically docking off like two to three points. And the mm-hmm. Switch is just so fucking slow and underpowered that it's running at like 10 to 15 frames per second in a lot of cases, if not just losing frames altogether in sections. And it makes no sense to me as to why it's getting these astronomically high scores. And you can go back and forth. You can, you can, you can make a case of saying like the game itself is so great. It's a hindrance of the hardware, but at the same point, you're supposed to optimize to the hardware and make it run well on the hardware that you have. And if you can't make it run well on the switch, then you shouldn't have released it and you should have done better. Like, I don't know. Well, now, now they can bring out the uh, switch Two finally and be like, and guess what? This game again, guess what? So the kingdom runs amazing on it. You have to buy it again. Guess what? <laughs> no oh. discount. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would totally that. do that. Saves would, don't carry over. <laughs> they would. They would do that. They, they would do that. Will do that. This Aaron. is the yeah. same they company. Will do that. Yeah, this is the same company that sold out of digital copies. Let that. Let that sink in. They sold out of digital copies on their own store, primarily because Nintendo's process for creating codes within their system for games is so fucking convoluted and bullshit that it fucks up even their own first party stuff, let alone people that are working with them. Like I worked with them for a while at a previous company and we had tons of issues just getting codes made because they had to go through a fucking process to be made by somebody in Japan and on a wait list. We were on a, like 
at some point, I think we're on a six-week wait list to get codes. And it's like, this shouldn't be a thing. The system should automatically work. You should be able to pop in and, and get it all set and go. Yep. Boom. That's it. But their system is so convoluted and bass backwards that it just, it's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's bad. And I don't know, man. It's, the game looks good, but it also looks like shit. It's so muddy. It's even muddier looking than Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. But yeah, that Breath also could be Wild, just was... that we're six months or six years later, and it looks the exact same as Breath of the Wild. So maybe just by new standards, I'm like, it looks muddy as fuck. It's, I don't know. I have Friends I have a problem kingdom. buying the game still. I, I I don't understand like because it was even my same problem with Breath of the Wild. It's just like why does anyone look at this and be like you know what I always enjoy playing video games as if I'm standing in a park in Beijing where there's just smog all over my face and I can't see my mm -hmm. screen clearly because that's what it's like playing Breath of the Wild. That's what it's like playing T Tears of the Kingdom. It's just like who looks at this and just like wow look at that view. What you call like, it? What view? Tears or is it tears? God, terse. who gives a shit? Tears. Tears. That's terse. right. It's Thank you. Tears. Thank you. We totally it's forgot. Tears totally of the tears of the kingdom. Tears of the kingdom. Tears of the kingdom. Then. Tears. of the honor. I appreciate your canonical. Tears. Uh, yeah, your continuity for uh, something that we talked about a month ago, Chris. Thank a month you. Ago. Very much. Appreciate that, Chris. Tears <laughs> of the kingdom. Hold on, it's tears. Looks Hers. like mud. I agree with you, Eric. I agree 100 yeah. percent with you. It's like it, it looks it looks good, but also looks like shit. Now there is the Marvel that is the contraptions that people are making with this game. Like how they fit that in on top of Breath of the Wild is astonishing to me. They did an amazing job with that. Mm -hmm. But a cool like construction mechanic does not a great game make. Being able to make giant burning mans with huge cocks doesn't make it a great game a game that actually runs well on the hardware that it's meant to run on and it has good graphics it doesn't have to be the most amazing graphics but also not look like smoggy bullshit is a whole other thing and it's i don't know we'll, we'll see when i get around to buying it i may end up having to buy it for ronan's birthday though so i'll buy it on the switch too that way i don't have to buy it once <laughs> mm -hmm. all right but that's it for news everybody the Switch sucks. They really need to come out with their new version of it. Like, especially just running any version of NVIDIA's architecture. This, again, we talked about it. This architecture was already old to begin with when they came out with the Switch. Like, yep. they could do so much with this and still have the same games play on it. I mean, obviously, they're not going to because this is Nintendo we're talking about. But they could have the same games play on it just much, much, much better. Who cares? You're buying it. I mean, we have made the same exact example for loot boxes and shit. Nintendo's doing the same thing. It's just like, well, they'll buy it. And here we are. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Let's move on to games we're playing. Who's been playing games? I played some. Chris, you played games? I did. And not just What'd you play, Chris? This time. Nice. Uh, All right. What have so you been playing, buddy? So the reason for this background is I did play the Layers of Fear demo, which is... Spooky. Without pooping yourself? I poop myself. No, that's good. But it's definitely, you know, kind of dark and spooky and before you're kind of running around and trying to shine a light at it, like a wraith kind of thing to kill it. And then it'll come back to life and chase you some more and bust through doors that you close in it. Um, but it is, you know, spooky, very pretty game. Um, a lot of different kind of stuff going on of 
going through like different characters and trying to figure what's actually going on. It is just a demo, so it's pretty short, um, but it's definitely kind of a spooky game to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> and then another game I played, which I played before, but they're getting ready to release out of early access. So they did a major update to chapter one of the story. Which that is a Diablo-like game called uh, Last Epoch. So they completely mm. revamp Chapter One, the beginning of it. So they kind of suggest going back, and making a new character. They also have multiplayer in the game now. Um, Fate was you no know, kind of bringing up Chapter One up to the quality of the rest of the game um, as they've kind of you know gone through the access and expanded. So they definitely they expanded Chapter One a lot and then adjusted the level progression of the other chapters to kind of fit that because now it's expanded. You're getting higher level in that first chapter. Um, a lot more like story development to explain, you know, what the shard is that you're kind of getting, what's going on, why you're time traveling, who you are, and try to kind of figure all this kind of stuff out. But it's definitely one of my favorite Diablo-like games and also doesn't have that Activision Blizzard bullshit going on, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a plus. That yes. is a plus. Yeah, so if you like that kind of game, I'd definitely suggest playing it. Um there are multiple different classes, so there's four or five, like, or six base classes. Like, you have, like, your survivalist, you have a warrior, like, sorcerer, road, all that kind of jazz. And then they have, each one of those has, like, around, like, four, um, or, like, premier classes, which that's when, like, the survivalist can become a druid or, like, a like a beast tamer kind of character and some other ones. The warrior can become, like, a void knight or a paladin, um, different kind of stuff with that. With that. So, and you can... Select your skills. Some of these skills that you kind of get as well, you can select specific ones. And then you can also now advance that in a, its own tree um, and pick out different, you know, kind of upgrades to that to kind of customize that into your own play style. Um, but very pretty, very enjoyable game. Kind of different in the aspect has that whole kind of time travel thing going on um, as you kind of travel in between pretty much the same world, but in different times of where... The world's all gone shit, and war to kind of peaceful times to almost like prehistoric times or like ancient kind of stuff when things kind of change around. And sometimes you'll have to jump in between times within the kind of world. So like one time later in the game, you're kind of in the past trying to get through this door. Locked in the guys behind, like, ah, ah. Oh, turn your Uh-oh. video off oh, again, God. Chris. <laughs> I could live for a thousand years, but <laughs> like, like. Oh no! Let me try. Oh, oh man! Oh, you turn this video off at least. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I think it just took that long. Buffer over. Oh my god! Yeah, that was Chris. Okay. So okay. Let's see. Okay. You're you're sounding better. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man, Chris. Chris actually played a game and he's really excited about it. And fucking Cox is ruining it again. Good thing it doesn't play online. <laughs> this is true. Oh man. Okay. Uh, well, I, I I don't know when we're gonna we're gonna lose Chris. I know we are. <laughs> I'm just waiting mm-hmm. waiting for the time that I have to swap it over to a two person on on the podcast. Uh, anyways, okay. So oh, there we go. Uh, I guess I will go right now. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Chris's Chris's internet is really being mean again today uh all right um so i played a few games uh the first one was a review game that we got uh from a oh gosh i forget the i forget the pr company that we got it from pr companies don't care if we talk about them though uh but i i got a, a game called 10 hearts which is a puzzle game 
Chris uh, and back. Chris is back. But uh, it's a puzzle game that you're basically going through a mild story, but you're you're leading a bunch of tin soldiers through different obstacles and lining them up so that they then get to an exit point. And there's a lot of cool thing, cool features that they have for it. Um, it's an interesting setup. Uh, the basic premise and the story that you go through is uh, like a toy maker and his family and his daughter and everything like that that you go through. I don't want to talk too much uh, about it because it's, you know, it's a story that's in there. And it's not, a, it's not exactly a game that a lot of people are going to play. So I don't want to spoil it too much. But if you want to, if you want to play that type of game, you can definitely do it. Um, I will say that if you are going to play Ten Hearts, I would highly recommend playing it on the PC and not on the PlayStation. Uh, the controls for moving around and getting everything set up, it's, it's so much required on moving around with both thumbsticks. And it's a bit of a pain in the ass on the PlayStation to do. It doesn't really take away from the complexity of the, uh, of the puzzles that they have. Uh, how the game looks or anything like that for it. But I would highly recommend that if you're going to pick up this game, I would play it on the PC. Um, it was a good solid game. I give it a solid eight out of 10. I've been playing it off stream, uh, but it, it's a good puzzle game. It's really cutesy. It's got, it's got its own little like niche within it and everything like that. And you do end up having to part of the reason why I'm saying play it on the PC is like, there's certain points where you have to go across the room to get things, to bring them over to them and moving, moving your camera from one end of the room to the other to then move it back to a table is a bit, is a bit cumbersome and it would be probably a lot easier on the PC, but definitely worth picking up, especially if you want to play a, like just a cutesy, like feel good puzzle game, something like that. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of uh, Star Rail, which is (laughs) Star Rail. We've talked about that plenty over the last couple of weeks uh well actually i guess only on one podcast <laughs> because we only it, it was only out for that one last podcast that we had. but star rail is a great game it's fun uh yes it is gasha yes it does have some mildly not so good rates but it does have way better rates than a lot of gasha games out there so just kind of like deal with it people uh if you don't want to play it don't play it you know just don't be a dick to your friends that do want to play those types of games it is a really <laughs> good story Especially, they've gotten more and more through the uh, the text messaging system because every day that you log in, there's a new text message from somebody that you that you've interacted with in the story that they talked to. And man, oh man, those text message dialogues keep getting better and better. <laughs> they are so awesome. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, uh, what I've been dumping a good chunk of time into over the last week or so uh, is V Rising. We've gotten back into re- into V Rising. Uh, they did the Gloomrod expansion, which is a huge expansion that they did. They added in, I think it's like eight new bosses, an entirely new map, uh, a whole slew of different things to add in and different ways to move in. They've added in Mutant Blood, which is really, really cool. Um, and Mutant Blood, like you can't bring them back to your, to your base, but then you can eat the mutants and get a different set of, uh, of boosts to your abilities, depending on the percentage that you get. Uh, but it is another fun game. Now, the only problem is I've been playing on a PvP server, uh, which is not exactly my jam. Uh, a lot of the people on the PvC, PvP server actually are really nice, though. Uh, there were a couple of people that are just like, they'll come, they'll, 
the worst is like I was in the middle of a boss battle with somebody else. We were both low on health and some asshole came in from behind. I couldn't see him because we were down towards the bottom of the screen, just came right up and attacked me from behind and killed me in the middle of the boss battle. Then they killed the person that I was with in the middle of the boss battle and then took off, took our shit and then left. And we're like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? That's not even PVP. Like that's not even fighting. That's just coming in and being an <laughs> asshole. Uh, yeah. The server is nice though, because they do have locks on when, on when you can attack castles. So you don't have to worry about your castle getting, getting attacked at any given moment. So like they've only, the server that we're on only has uh castle attacking unlocked for, I think it's like four hours, two days a week. And it's like Sunday or Saturday and Sunday. And that's it. So it's very specific times. People can get on and do raids beyond that. Your castle is okay. Just people have, you have to worry about people being assholes out there. But what's really great <laughs> is those people that are assholes, then you can go into the global chat. And most of the people that don't want to be dicks are also in the global chat. And then they make their lives a living hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of really, there's a bunch of like really nice people that like no lifed it for a couple of days and skyrocketed up to like to max level within a few days and then they just kind of like go around and police people from being dicks and have fun there's a lot there's people doing uh doing some rping within it doing like a bunch of cool shit especially like the designs for the castles and everything like that there's a lot of really cool things that people are doing with the with what you have within the castles and a lot of things especially deterrence for keeping people from attacking your castle and ours i think m because i'm playing with space with space babe um she spawned 10 banshees in our lower level of our castle so that if somebody does break in and they start making their way through the honeycombed walls that we have blocking our castle heart, when they hit a certain area, they then get attacked by a shit ton of banshees like immediately. And it's hilarious, <laughs> but fun game. If you haven't played it yet, pick it back up. Um, it's, it's on sale. I think it's still only like $18 or something like that on sale. So bad. Pick a V Rising on on uh, Steam. If you have V Rising already, if you played it last year when it kind of like made it big for a little while, the Gloomrod expansion is free. So I'd highly recommend like just downloading the expansion, downloading the update, finding a server, PvE preferably if you want to have a fun time for it, uh, and then going from there. Uh, yeah, Vermintide, as, as Chad is saying, Vermintide 2 got another DLC. I forgot to add that in because we didn't really talk about that in. But that one's, that's the gift that keeps on giving. A lot of people got that game for free and they just continually keep putting out more DLC with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot to throw it into the news section because I didn't have it in our, our main chat area. But yeah, that's it. Jason, anything for you? Um, Not really. I mean, obviously I've been traveling a whole lot, but uh, um, I play, I got back into Genshin. So I, I've been playing some of that again. I got a cop back up to the current arc and you know whatever new stuff that's there so i'm happy about that i did that um i played a shit ton of uh, mario kart while traveling uh mm-hmm. which is kind of been kind of fun um forgot that you have to unlock uh all of the uh because i deleted my save eons ago because i was like what else oh. am i gonna do so i deleted it and start over again archive forgot, always archive i forgot i forgot that you, you unlock all the the better vehicle stuff so i jumped right into 200 and i was just getting creamed everywhere i was just like what the fuck what's going on like and i was like oh that's right i gotta get the better vehicles first so here i am just playing scooty puff jr you know on <laughs> 50 and 100 cc just you know drift boosting all over the place i'm just like 
blue shells are the only thing I know in this game right now, which sucks. But hey, you know what? That's the Mario Kart life. Um, and then uh, I finally finally played uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift between us or whatever it is. Uh, and uh, Rift in time. Rift in no, Rift, not Rift, Rift apart. Time. Rift apart. Rift, Rift apart. apart. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rift apart. That makes sense. And uh, um, it's a gorgeous game. It's super fun. I wish the aiming was a little bit more tight, um, but otherwise, it is a super fun, beautiful game. All righty. Well, that's it, I guess. We did Nobody it. Nobody else has anything else to talk it. about. We Ooh. did it. We're, we're back through episode 150 of our podcast. Thanks we did a lot, a podcast everybody. in a month. We did it. We, we're, yeah. we're not dead. We're not gone. We're still not here. Dead. Swear to God. <laughs> the, the go live notification said, we're back and we swear we're alive. Definitely not zombies. Okay, Definitely maybe not. a little bit. <laughs> all right but uh thanks a lot everybody for joining us for the Aviator first podcast like i said episode 150 six years of making this podcast and obviously that episode count is really low because usually like we factor in that we've got uh that we've got like all the e3 episodes that we've done and special editions like none of those are counted in the numbers so we're over 150 but we're 150 canonically in the numerical system. But thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. You can find us at ibeatatfirst.com or ibiff.co, where you can find the entire ibeatatfirst podcast network. That's right. There's three podcasts, which means that there's a network. There's ibeatatfirst, which you just listen to. There's Cutscene, which is our, which is the number two uh, after show in Japan. It's our anime watch along podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and listen there. We're we're watching, oh gosh, uh, Higarashi When They Cry Go. Uh, we'll finish it one of these days. Next week, we swear we're going to have an episode of the podcast and we're going to talk about this crazy fucking depressing anime. <laughs> um, but uh, you can also find Patch Notes, which is where we talk with all of our uh, video game developers, mainly indie devs, about games that they're making and about them as a whole and why it is that they do what it is that they do. Uh, we can you can also find us at on Twitch where we stream the podcast as well as stream gaming from time to time, primarily just me. Uh, but twitch.tv slash I beat it first, Facebook I beat it first com, Twitter I beat it first, Instagram I beat it first. We don't really do much on there, but hey, we're there. You can drop in and say hi. You can also email any of us at Jason, Eric, or Chris at I beat it first.com or we hate you all at ibeatitfirst.com or I hate you all at ibeatitfirst.com. You can do whatever you want. You can do that. Uh, you can also join our Discord. Go to, okay, Jason, is it discord.ibeatitfirst.com for that one? It's, yeah, I think I did it both for that one. Yeah, I think you. it's both but, for that uh, one. Yeah, yeah. discord.ibeatitfirst.com in order to join the Discord where you could be an asshole just like us, where we talk about video games every now and then. We talk about anime. We talk about random stuff. There's an ass load of memes that go on there. Uh, we also have a tech support section where if people have, have questions, then people come in and say hi and, and answer your questions for you and try and get everything situated within that. Uh, we also have our charity stuff that you can that you can help us out with. You go to ibeatafirst.com and click the charity tab up at top. Uh, we have our Extra Life campaign, which we do every year, uh, where we have uh, we raise money for Phoenix Children's Hospital. The team raises money for different children's hospitals, all part of the Children's Miracle Network. But all the money goes directly to the Children's Hospital of Choice. There's no middleman or anything like that. That I or Extra Life doesn't take a cut. They do everything directly through there, and it goes directly to the hospitals to help out with 
uh, new medical equipment, new beds, uh, helps out with some of the things that they do for the kids. Uh, it also helps with some of the grants that they need to do in order to help uh, people get their uh, – to help pay for their medical bills, which is astronomically high because we live in the United States. Medical bills are insane. <laughs> and operations and procedures for children are – fucking insanely costly so they help they do a lot to help out families and make sure that they're not you know throwing themselves into massive debt and killing themselves just to keep somebody alive uh we also have on there our throne account which we have the first and only throne charity throne account uh where all of the items that are on there ship directly to phoenix children's hospital so anything that you purchase on there will go to Phoenix Children's Hospital and go into their little mini store that they have set up for all the kids there that gives the kids the ability to go around and buy things with money. Everything's fake and in heavy air quotes, if you can't see that on the podcast. Uh, but it allows for the kids to buy things to experience while they're there, toys to play with or anything while they're in there, or things for after they leave uh, after their care. Uh, but that's about it. Thanks a lot, everybody, again, for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you guys. Uh, stick with us if you are watching on Twitch because we will be raiding out. But we can't end any podcast without... We're going to have Jason do it. Jason saying... Have a good... Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>